Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but it gets us into God's Word every single day of the week. Just about 13 minutes, we can work into our busy schedules every day, can't we? Driving to work, driving home from work, taking a lunch break, maybe taking a break from the chores around the house. But faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So being in God's Word every day helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith. And it also helps keep us in, our, in focus on our relationship with God and also in focus on our spiritual lives. Help people in your life who you know need to turn their thinking around and the direction of their life around. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back to our line of thought and study. We began last time asking the question, do all roads lead to heaven? Well, we might try to think about this from a, an analytical perspective where we say, does it matter how a person lives if he wants to go to heaven? Well, of course, the answer logically is absolutely it matters. If you want to get to a certain destination, you've got to pay attention to the, to the route that is laid out for you to get to that destination. When we're driving down the road, if we, were, if we want to head west, then we cannot take a road that leads us east or north or south. If we want to end up somewhere in the south, then we're not going to take a road that leads us north or again, east or west. We want to go south. If we want to go across town, if we want to go to the east side of town, then we're not going to go north to get there. We're not going to go west to get there. We're not going to go south to get there. We're going to go east. We understand that. That's a primary fact of, and, and of just not only logical understanding, but of, of, of uh, directions. We understand Wherever, whichever direction our desired destination is, we've got to take a route that will lead us in that direction so that we can get to our desired destination. Well, why is it that people want to throw the rule book out of logical reasoning and, and simply, you know, the laws of direction when it comes to getting to heaven, living our spiritual life? It matters which way we're going in life. We read a number of those texts of Scripture in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 15, Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 6, chapter 13 and verse 15, where it talks about ways and paths through life. We also remembered what Jesus said in John, uh, Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, when he talked about the way to life, that is to heaven. He said, the gate, is, the, the, the gate is narrow, the way is, is, is straight that leads to life, and few there be that find it. Most people are not going down that particular pathway through life that leads them to the ultimate destination that most all of us would say, I want to end up in, and that's heaven. He said, 
the opposite direction is broad and wide, and many are going down that particular road that leads to destruction. We're talking about hell, ultimately, eternal condemnation in hell. Most people are going in the wrong direction, Jesus said. Only the few are going in the correct direction. You see, it makes a difference which way we're going, doesn't it? Of course it does. When we look at Acts chapter 16 and verse 17, we read a simple statement about a way through life. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, Paul and Silas, they were gospel preachers. Paul, an apostle beyond that. And so this girl said, these men are the servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. The way of salvation. How to come to salvation. The way that will take us there. When we look in Acts chapter 18 in verse 26, so he began to speak boldly in the synagogue When Aquila and Priscilla heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. The way of God more accurately. There was a way that this particular man needed to come to understand better. And so they taught him about that way of God, a direction of how we live our lives. In Acts chapter 24 and verse 14, But this I confess to you, that according to the way which they call a sect, so I worship the God of my fathers, believing all things which were written in the law and in the prophets. The way, the way which they call a sect. That way, and if you look in your your Bibles, you might find that word, that word, Uh, capitalized way, it's talking about the way of Christianity, the way to live the Christian life. If we want to get to heaven, then we're going to have to travel through life in the right way. Direction matters. There is a way that seems right to a man a lot of times, but this, uh, its end is the way of death. That's Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12, and also chapter 16 and verse 25. Both verses say the same thing. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. A whole lot of people are living their lives in a direction that seems okay to them, but they're heading in the wrong direction. They're not going to get where they want to go. They think, oh, yes, this is a good direction. It's going to get me to heaven. Now, they may be living a lifestyle that is absolutely contradictory to the way that God has laid out for us to live our lives in faithful obedience on a consistent basis to him in order to get to heaven. He has promised that if we live our lives according to his teachings, live in that way, that he will give us a home in heaven. But a lot of people, they're not living in that way. They're living in whatever way they want to live in. What are the wages of sin again? We keep bringing this up. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. Death? But the gift of God is eternal life. Which way? In Christ Jesus our Lord. 
So there is a way to live our lives which could be characterized as in sin. But there's another way to live our lives which could be characterized as in Christ, faithful, consistent obedience to his teachings, living for him. The Apostle Paul said in Galatians 2 and verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave his life for me. Huh. Paul says, I'm living my life in a particular way or direction. I'm guided by God's word, by the teachings of the gospel of Christ. I'm living a Christian life. Now, a Christian life is absolutely opposite of a non-Christian life. And there's that way of sin that we talked about that leads to death. So which way are you living? Which direction are you taking through life? Jesus, again, gave us only two pathways through life, only two directions by which we can live our lives. The way of truth that leads to life, straight, narrow, because truth is narrow. Or the opposite way goes in the opposite direction. And that way is broad and wide. And there's no directions there. There's no restrictions. There's no guidelines. But it leads to eternal condemnation in hell. Those are the only two basic directions through life. Which way are you on? Which direction is your life taking right now? In things less important, people do not think that one way is as good as another. When a person seeks a spouse, let's say, is a mean person who does not respect you, who treats you badly, does not even like you, much less love you, would that be as good a person to seek out as one who is kind and considerate and supportive and loving? What about if a person needs brain surgery? Would a pediatrician be as good to seek out to perform that surgery as a board-certified neurosurgeon? Does a person tell a pharmacist that any prescription will do, just give me something to heal whatever this particular ailment is? And of course, the answer to all of those questions is no, <laughs> resounding no. One way is not as good as another way. The directions we take make a difference as to the ultimate destination where we arrive. A godly life differs from a worldly life just as much as light differs from darkness. In fact, the Apostle Paul laid out in detail the ways of the flesh, living worldly lifestyles in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21, and contrasted that dramatically with living by the fruit of the Spirit in verses 
22 and 23. They were absolutely opposite of one another. They were not even similar in direction and effect. When we look at Titus chapter 2, Titus chapter 2, and let's look at verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. Now, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in the present age. That is a way of life that is being described there, living by God's teachings, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Now, we need to deny ungodliness. We need to deny worldly lusts. We need to live, by contrast, soberly and righteously and godly. You see, two distinctly opposite ways of life. And we need to choose which way we are taking, which way we are living our lives on a daily basis. Let's pray. Father, help us to see your way, the best way to live with the greatest hope and promise and the greatest blessing. Please help us to not let the devil cloud our vision and get us on the wrong road through life. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.